to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. Guys, welcome. Lisa, do you want to do you want to kick things hey, off? Sure. Um, Kyle, thanks for recording. We did have several people after um, last week that needed it. So um, I'm sure it will be in the same boat this week. Um, yep. So thank you all for joining. Um, I am really excited for today's class. By the way, my name is Lisa Shulgin. If I haven't met you, I am uh, the director of education for lawyers title and I am um, so excited um, because Kyle has worked his tail off bringing us new, incredible content and speakers to join him. Um, and so if you haven't um, seen all the flyers of, of, new, of new classes that we have, the link that you used to sign up for this class also has all of our other classes that we offer. Um, it will always be that same link. So you can always check it from time to time. Um, we are thrilled today to have Matt Weber with us today, and I'll let Kyle go into more detail about it. But at any point in time, if you ever need, um, more assistance from Kyle, please reach out to me. If you have other needs, educational needs, please reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. That's what our sales team is here for. And, um, we want you to be the rock star that we know that you can be. So with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to Kyle and let him get started. Yes, Lisa, thank you so much. And guys, I'm I'm so excited. I'm always excited. I love doing this you stuff. You are always excited. And uh I, you know, energy is just not something that I lack. And um I'm even sick and I'm it just doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me and in, in my ability to do this. But if if any of you listen to my podcast, Matt was on my show, I don't know, in like in like the 50s maybe. Something like, like that. that. Yeah, because you and recorded a whole bunch of them at first, and that was the, I did. the next yep. group. Yeah, you were that second wave. And guys, here, here's why I interviewed him on my podcast, and here's why he's here in this room right now. I was so fascinated by his story because he is he is he lives in a smallish town in Georgia called called Dunwoody. And I I don't even remember how I was introduced to you or if I just found you on Instagram, but I was so just I, I loved what he was doing. He was being so hyper local and I was looking up things that, that he was doing on his podcast. I was like, I got to get this guy on here. I got to get inside of that dude's brain because he is doing it the way I believe realtors should do it. And, and so I wanted him to be here this morning because he has immense value to add and he's full of humility. And so he'll act like he's, he's never done anything, but <laughs> It, he he's unbelievable. And so Matt, thank you for saying yes to, to no doing problem. this with me. You got to say yes. The fact that I got invited back for a second time though, that was, that that's right. Very few people have, have been, have been, you know, second, second time guests. So where, where go. I want to jump in, bro, is talk about your story 
because there's a lot of your story that I think is very relatable to, to, to realtors of you. You got into this industry and very quickly you realized you needed to set yourself apart somehow and kind of talk us through that. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew I had to be different before I got into real estate. Actually, uh, I own a restaurant and when I, I worked at this restaurant when I was 15, when I graduated college, I was looking at getting a finance degree. I went to university of Georgia. I'm in Dunwoody, Georgia right now. Um, but yeah, I went to university of Georgia and realized I didn't really want to be cold calling people and, you know, doing that finance, the, the entry level finance stuff. And so I, we bought this restaurant um, and I already knew what I was doing, was comfortably doing it. Um, I did it for like 20 years. Wow. And then I guess it was like maybe five or six years ago, we were trying to get away from our franchise and there were some lawsuit issues. And I thought that we were actually going to end up losing the business completely. And that was all that I knew how to do. And so like, I'd say probably most real estate agents, I kind of like backed into real estate just to kind of do part-time. Um, I'm still kind of part-time. I, I, I'm at the restaurant a decent amount. Um, I've got, you know, my family runs that pretty much. But yeah, so I knew, I knew that even with the pizza game, like I was always doing the social media for the pizza game and people didn't want to see pictures of pizzas. Like people in that area wanted to know about the area. And so what I started doing when I was doing their social media was bringing on other people from around the community. And it seemed like it just really worked that way where, and at first it was funny because my dad was like, well, why are we having, why are we featuring the place that's right across the street, like our competition? And this family, their place burned to the ground. It was another restaurant. It burned to the ground. And we had them over just to kind of tell their story and talk about like when they're going to be reopening and stuff. And I think, I mean, at that time it was like 70,000 views or something on Facebook, which was just like unreal wow. at that point. Um, and, you know, nobody was doing video. And so it was kind of like one of the, you know, early video days, I guess. And it just popped. And so I knew that if I did that with real estate, it'd be kind of a long game, but it would end up working out. Yeah. And so, yeah. So here I am. So a couple things from here, talk about some of the different guests that you've had on to, to help kind of shed light on, on like here locally for, for agents in DFW, the types yeah. of people that they should be going after. Also talk about the mindset that it takes to be committed to the long game because well, that's it, super hard. Yeah. And I mean, I had something else. And so, you know, a lot of you are full time and you're really sure. dependent on this. But, you know, if you have somebody else in the family that's making money or you have the ability to go, you know, the slow long game, um, I think real estate, a lot of people hate on the part timers, but I, I don't really. I love this. I, I love doing it. And, you know, sometimes I make a ton of money and sometimes, you know, the deals kind of dry up and I can work at the store a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so I, when originally I didn't really know where to go, like which route to go. So I started a Facebook group and that was 2018, I believe. Um, it was like mid 2018, started this Facebook group and it was called the Dunwoody Community Forum. And Dunwoody community, the city of Dunwoody has 50,000 people in it. And so it wasn't going to be a huge area. You know, it was going to be kind of niche. Um, it's just on the, the top end of 285, like right above um, Atlanta, like maybe 20 minutes from Atlanta. And so it's still kind of big city, but, you know, the area is 50,000 people. And that's what people really want to know about. And so it was easy to catch people's attention when you were talking about their city, right? Yeah. So, I didn't really know where to start. I started this Facebook group and then I needed kind of something to put into the Facebook group. Um, it's I didn't want to make it all about real estate that turns people off. 
And so, you know, I, I kind of just went around the community and I tried to talk to anybody that would talk to me. And at that point, I had nothing to show for it. It was kind of like, hey, you know, I'll put you on for free. And so I, I had this guy, it was called, his name was Big Dave, his Big Dave's Cheesesteaks. And he actually blew up recently. He's done really well. But at the time it was this little, he was in a gas station. And so I went up to Big Dave and he had like all these like musicians, all these rappers, like autographs on the walls and stuff and pictures with them and stuff. And so I was like, hey, Dave, can you just come outside for a second? And he was like, hey, this is Big Dave's Cheesesteaks. Come get one, blah, 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 blah. You know, kind of talk for maybe like 15 seconds. Um, I got out to the car and I went to put it on the Facebook group. And I thought like, you know, I got to do like some sort of intro. And so I said, what's up, Dunwoody? You know, this is Big Dave, blah, blah, blah. And that that was when like, what's up, Dunwoody kind of stuck for me. I was like, wow, that okay. kind of sounds cool. Um, it's definitely different. It kind of shows, you know, like a younger attitude and kind of not, definitely not real estate related. Um, and so, yeah, we started... I guess it was like mid 2018. I started and I didn't know one, I was never on video and I was terrified of video and I was definitely terrified of audio and like the recording equipment and that kind of thing. And so I got my brother-in-law to help me plug in some USB plugs to the computer and we used GarageBand and we just, he sat across from me. We both picked up a newspaper. I knew nothing about the city. I'd lived here for like maybe six years, eight years, and knew nothing about Dunwoody. And so we opened the paper and we just kind of bantered back and forth for like 20 minutes. Um, we re-listened to them and they were awful. So we threw those away. <laughs> and we recorded three more episodes where we just kind of talked about what was going on in the community, like what we really enjoyed about Dunwoody and, um, and posted them up there. Think the first one got like seven listens immediately. Nice. <laughs> like yep. The next one got like 10 downloads and then you know, third one, I don't even know what it got. And then the fourth one, um, one of somebody listened to him. There was one guy that was running for city council that listened to him and reached out to me and was like, I really like what you guys are doing here. This is really cool. I'd love to come on. But more than that, I'd love to refer you to like six or eight other people. And so we had at that point, it just had a mind of its own. And we never like I, I never had to ask anybody else to be on the yeah. podcast again. There's a line of people, probably like you have, Kyle, that you know everybody wants to. Once they see you're doing something cool, everybody wants to be a part of that. And yeah. I was doing it for them for free. I mean, like, why would you turn that down? As a small business owner, like, I would love it if somebody put on for me. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it, it, it was it was just easy from then on out. And you know, to record the podcast, I don't know how how deep you want to go here, but to record the podcast, we just recorded on GarageBand. I've got a few microphones um, that have gotten progressively better over the years, but at the beginning, it was just these little ball microphones that were terrible. Um, we would we tried to do the interviews in person because uh, Zoom at the time Zoom wasn't you know it was before COVID and Zoom wasn't people weren't comfortable with it. Yeah, um, and I yeah. wasn't comfortable. And sure. so, so now we, we, we can do it this way where it splits up the tracks, but splitting up the tracks was important because you want to, you know, mess with the levels and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so we've had, I mean, we've had tiny local business owners that obviously you guys have never heard of, but most locals had never heard of them. And right. then we've had people like the Georgia attorney general, we've had the department of uh, transportation on like, you know, some, some big names that I would have never been able to talk to. I mean, I would never have a sit down conversation with any of these people. And now they've got my phone number. They're texting me and that kind of thing. Um, you know, like city count, we've done all the city council members, except for one who's a buddy of mine that just refuses to come on. And then the, uh, the mayors come on and, 
you know, we've, we've pretty much hit all the big stories around the community. We've done like, I think this is the 202nd um, podcast episode that I'm putting out this week. Wow. And it started out as a weekly thing. And it's kind of, you know, during COVID, it kind of bet we backed off a little bit. We recorded in my garage, but people weren't comfortable doing it in person. Um, doing it in person for me was really important because I wanted to sit down with the person and actually get to know them. And I, it's kind of tough to do on Zoom. Um, sure. and, and, and there was also something about where if they come to my house and sit at my wife's kitchen table, like it's, it's just you get to know them a lot better. Yeah. And if I'm interviewing the mayor, I use Calendly to, st- to schedule them. Um, and if the mayor's there at 10, so between 10 and 11, and then the burger shop owner comes in at 11, I can introduce him to the mayor. They, you know, we kind of talk for five minutes and, you know, they've made a connection Huge. as well. Yeah. Well, so I, I want to pause right here to, to help us all understand like why this matters, right? We titled this conversation, how to be a celebrity in your own town. And, and so for, for us to understand this, we need to understand the phrase parasocial relationship. Parasocial relationship is a, is a, a, a phrasing that we came up with to, to talk to the way normal people see famous people. All right. So we all have our famous actors or comedian or, or radio host, right. Or somebody that, that, that we go, wow, like they're, they're a big deal. And if they were to walk in our offices right now, like we would freak out and I'd be like, no way the rocks here. Right. Because in my mind, the rock and I would be best friends. If he just gave me the chance, like we would be buddies. We would vacation with our wives together. And, and so I've created what is called a parasocial relationship with the rock. Why? Because I see him over and over and over and over again. So now the reason this matters to you guys as realtors is because of social media, because of what Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, all of that is grown to, I can develop a parasocial relationship with Matt, right? Like we've never met, but I was looking at pictures last week of an event that he was at with other people that I know. And I was like, what the heck? Matt was there. We were talking about you, (laughs) right? And and y'all talked about me and hopefully it was good. Right. And so it it probably wasn't. So that that is now capable for us. I will be actually I'll be in Atlanta speaking Thursday morning. Maybe you can come and hang out with me. And when I walk in that room, there will be people that go. It's Coach Kyle It's Coach Kyle because they watch my videos. They consume my content. And so the reason Matt's story is powerful is that he positioned his face as what's up, Dunwoody, right? And so you can tell stories of people recognizing you across town, right? That is the power of, of social media. And a podcast happens to be a super powerful way to create content over and over and over again without ever having to go, ugh, I got to do a video. Kyle said, I got to do a video and I haven't done one. It's unbelievable. So yeah, in 2018, there wasn't, you know, the video was so bad. Like yeah. you couldn't really upload to, to Facebook in video. It was just, and nobody was doing it. It was, you know, wide versions. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. But. No, dude, it's great. So talk about like, how do you, 
how do you repurpose all of that content? Um, so I'm not super good at that. I okay, good. The podcasting thing was special to me because that's at that mo- at that time, like that's all I was doing was listening to podcasts. And it's such a like a personal relationship. You know, you're in somebody's ears, they're at the gym or driving in a car or, you know, what, taking their dog for a walk. And it's something, you know, I, I felt like I got to know those people really, really well. And that's what Facebook is about. I mean, uh, what real estate is about is getting, yeah. you know, you, you want to know the person. And, you know, if I turn some people off, like, that's okay. It probably wouldn't be great relationship, you know, to work with anyway. And, um, you know, so, so podcasting, I feel like people could get to know me well. They wouldn't probably be listening for me, but they'd be listening for whoever I'm interviewing. Yeah. And like, like this situation right now, Kyle, instead of you writing up an hour long, you know, speech to give these people, it's more of a, you know, collaboration and you can kind of right. talk and bring other people's ideas on and, and make it about them. And that, I think that's so important that, you know, me having a podcast was not about me. It was about me featuring other people. But here's what's cool. When we do it that way, and guys, if, if the word podcast makes you feel weird about this, like I'm not a podcaster, throw that word out, right? You, you can accomplish what, both, what we both do with our podcasts. You can just do interviews, right? And you don't have to ever call it a podcast. You don't have to come up with a title, right? So this isn't like an all or nothing, do a podcast or do nothing. But the beauty of this, Matt, is when we set out to create value for others, which is what you and I are both doing with our podcasts, it always ends up rewarding us back. Yep. Because when somebody hears the episode with the mayor of Dunwoody, instantly they go, who's this Matt Weber guy that like got the mayor to come on this podcast, right? So you, you go up in clout because you just happen to be in the, the passenger seat with the mayor for that interview. That's the power. Guys, I, I kid you not, I get new business every week from people that go, hey, I, I heard Dustin Brome. This has happened, right? Dustin Brome is a, is a, is a big-time realtor out of Utah. He's a, he's a good friend of Matt's. And, and I've had people go, man, I heard you on Dustin's podcast, and then I went and listened to your podcast, and then I went and found you on social, and then here we are having this conversation. It creates probably how I ended up here. I think it's probably how I ended up here. Yeah, it, it may be. So this, guys, this is, I, I cannot, I mean, Lisa's heard me say this 5,000 times over the last four years. It is no longer optional to be on camera in real estate. It's not optional. If, if some of you aren't careful, some of these 20-year-old punks that know how to work a phone, that know how to you know, read a script, they're going to come in and start taking business that they don't that they have no does they don't deserve because they're going to be more well known where eyeballs exist. And and, and th- this is why this matters so much. And podcasting was an easy first step for me because I wasn't yeah. on camera and I wasn't, right. you know, it, it wasn't about me. I was telling somebody else's story. So yeah. how can I really put my foot in my mouth? Like, you know, not talking about real estate statistics that somebody's going to call me out on. It's just talking about burgers with the local burger shop owner. I love it. And, but he's going to put that out to his people, you know, 
it, you always try to find the interviews that you know are going to go far and you know are are important interviews to people. Yeah. And so like the schools, anytime I talk to anybody with the schools, they do really well just because parents will share that. And um, yep. you know, each one, I'm not talking about huge numbers here. I'm talking about maybe like 500 people might listen to a podcast, but those 500 people live in my area. And, right. and then I can take that podcast, I guess this is a little bit of repurposing. I take that podcast and I put it into, you know, two separate Facebook groups. Um, each of them Come have on, like, man. See, you're selling yourself short. Yeah. Well, they're my, they're my Facebook groups. I, I would never put my stuff in somebody else's group. I just feel like that's sure. weird. And I don't like it when people do it to our group so, or my group. But um, this morning I got a, I got a text from a realtor, a friend of mine in McKinney. He started a new Facebook group. That's got about 500 realtors in it right now. And he was like, hey, dude, will you start posting all your reels in, in this group? No, that's cool. Right. So it's valuable stuff. The, it, it's, it, it's possible. But you know when it's not possible? When we're not creating anything. Right. <laughs> but it, it's also, it, you know, when you see it's episode 201, you're like, oh, this guy has a stupid podcast. Oh, 201 episodes. Wow. And he's actually like he knows people around town. He knows a lot about Dunwoody. And people call me all the time about just like little stuff. Like, when does that park open? Is it open at night? I'm like, uh, let me figure it out real quick. <laughs> Do a quick Google search. Um, but, you know, that's that helps some older lady that doesn't know how to use Google. She 100%. Know how to GTS. And I want to I want to stop and talk about something you just said. Right. You you spoke to it negatively. At least that's your tone sounded negative when you said, you know, it was only like 500 views or 500 downloads. Guys, all of us are guilty of this. And and remember, and Matt Matt knows this. 500 500 people is way more than the amount of houses you hope to sell this year. Yeah. We have gotten so convinced that to determine whether social media works or not, it's got to be a thousand and then 5,000 and 10,000 and 20,000 and 50,000 and a hundred thousand. Oh my gosh, my video went viral and it got a million views. All of that is such freaking crap because 99% of those people do not live anywhere near you and it will not result in a transaction. And so we want to go, where are the 200 people that will eat this up in Frisco, in Salina, right? In, in Grapevine, in Dallas. And you can get so intertwined with these people that they will become the people that work with you. But more importantly, the people that will refer you because you, I want you, Matt, to talk about you said you had the deal that turned into a lot of deals. And so I, I, I'd love for you to kind of tell that story. Yeah. Because that's um, the goal of, of all this. Yeah. And you were talking about just real briefly, go back to what you said, you know, say 500 people, that's maybe like the average of, of who's listening now, but 200 of those people listen to every podcast. Right. And know my voice. And like, when I talk to them, when I run into them on the street, they're like, oh, wow. Like you sound just like you do on the podcast. I'm like, well, obviously. Um, and then, you know, some people will be like, I, I know your voice. Why do I know your voice? I'm like, oh, well, and it's embarrassing in the community. Kind of. I'm not, I don't like when people call me out, but Dude, so that's why I'm awesome. a little self-deprecating. I think it's awesome. <laughs> but um, so, yeah. So 
talking about the community was easy for me. I didn't have to talk about myself, talk about the community. Um, and so when I do get a listing, I try to feature something around the community that is actually going to be still beneficial because most people don't watch your walkthroughs, your video walkthroughs, you know, or your, you know, you take a bunch of pictures of that, or you have, hopefully you have pictures taken of the house and you, you know, put them all together and put some music to it. And there's nobody that's boring to me, at least. And so what I tried to do is make it more of community first and then the listing. Okay. And so I had a, there was a listing in my neighborhood. It was uh, 600,000 and which is, was on the higher end at that point times have changed, but uh, the, at the, at the time, like that was a good listing for me. And so I really wanted to put that out to as many people as possible. Yeah. So what I did was instead of, you know, I had pictures taken of the house, I've done videos and that kind of thing. But what was really cool at that moment was it was during COVID when everybody was on their phones or, you know, on their computers. And I, we were redoing our pool. Our neighborhood pool was absolutely completely dug out, relayed. And, you know, it's a brand new pool. So I, my neighborhood's like 1,200 people. So I wanted to tell those 1,200 people about the pool. Everybody kind of knew that we were getting a new pool, but so I had a drone photographer come out, take a video of the pool, and then go up in the sky, and then come down at my listing. And so it was, it, you know, Very I kind of cool. stitched it together a little bit. But in the parking lot, he's, you know, he's holding the drone. He says, um, or I said, um, you know, this is the new pool. It's going to be done by... May or whatever, it's going to have this baby pool. It's going to have fountains. It's got high dives. We, we, everybody was really worried we were going to lose our high dives. So we got our high dives put in. I got to tell everybody about that. And then, and I said, but the best part about this new pool is it's right down the street from my newest listing. And I had my kids with me. We're both on bikes. And um, drone goes up, comes down at the house that's maybe like 200 yards from there. And when it comes down, me and my kids are pulling in the, into the driveway on our bikes and people just ate that up. It was, it was about the community. People yeah. shared it. The people, you know, the, like the neighborhood groups blew up, like the local it's, you know, my neighborhood is a bunch of different little neighborhoods. It was in all of those groups. Um, and it was just, it was different than most real that. estate agents were putting out. And so that one, Somebody showed up at the open house that I got a million dollar listing out of that. They Come bought on. a house for half a million dollars. The I, some clients walked in that I ended up taking to a friend's house, and they bought that house for six hundred. Um, they sold their rental property because they were moving, so that was three hundred. So I mean, that was a nice payday from one stupid little video. Right, that took maybe two hours to record and edit and put out. And this is why. We should stop thinking and overthinking our videos. Yeah. And right? it was because I already had a following that what's up done with page sure. already had like a couple thousand people at that point, maybe 3000 people. Um, and they were there to hear about Dunwoody. And so that's what I gave them in the first, you know, 15 seconds. And then I went on with what I'm doing. And you know, what else could have been cool is what if you would have recorded a podcast episode like in the kitchen of that new listing. Yeah. That would have worked right? too. Like there's just, there's so many creative ways to, to do all of this stuff that that adds because that, that adds value to the, to the people that own that home because they know the eyeballs that come to the podcast. Right. And yep. as none of this is possible, if this story stops at, I was afraid to do video. Well, I couldn't find a drone photographer. My, my, 
buddy that I was using kind of bailed out on me and I almost didn't do it. And then I found just a guy with a drone and it ended up turning into that, which is, that's a lot for me. I mean, I'm, I, those were, those were big numbers for me. I think that should be big numbers for anybody. I don't don't think there's anybody (laughs) that I know that wouldn't take those numbers. Yeah. So Matt, I want to, we've, we've talked podcast. You know, I love the the creative element of 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 that video. But when when you were on my podcast originally, you were, I want to say you were like 260 or 70 days into doing something every day, automatic. And now you're over 600 days in a row. Tell the story of like why you chose to do that and and talk to us about what the the kind of the results of that have been. Yeah. Um, so in the pizza world, I mean, I, I there was not a whole lot of self-improvement. I was around a bunch of 16 to 18 year, 18 year olds. There wasn't there were, you know, you, you become like the people that you surround yourself with. Right. And so when I got into real estate, I've realized that I, I should probably be at the office every day being around these people. And I should definitely be reading the books that they're reading. And so I can't read, but I can listen to audiobooks. And so I, I think from the time, or I guess I graduated 03, from then until maybe 2018, I don't think I read a book. It was, it was just some, not something I enjoyed. And yeah. then when I got to be around a bunch of real estate agents, it was kind of like, oh, wait, you know, I, I need to be bettering myself every day. So I just threw myself into podcasts and books and anything I could do to learn a little bit, you know, more about myself and about real estate. Yeah. Um, and so the compound effect and atomic habits, if you guys have never read those compound effect and atomic habits, those were like my favorite books. And I've probably listened to each of them at least 20 times over the years, um, just because you get something new from it each time. But doing those things or reading those books and trying to do the things that it talks about, it's about doing things, you know, repetitions over and over and consistency. Consistency is key for anything. Uh, There's an Ed Milet coach or coach Ed Milet. I don't know if you've heard of him, but on his podcast, he was talking about how... um, consistency, like doing the things that you promise yourself you're going to do is the best way to gain like self-confidence. And, you know, I I don't know if I needed self-confidence, but I'm telling you, like when you tell yourself you're going to do something and then you do it, like that's really what made me really happy. And, um, and Dustin actually started with our team, I'm EXP agent, EXP team. And so our team is across the country and we're, we try to do things that kind of build group rapport. Yeah. And so one of the things that, you know, is about consistency, we did 75 hard, which is like a workout system where you have to work out twice a day, drink water, no alcohol. Um, there's a whole bunch of different things that you're supposed to do every day. So most people dropped out. I was, I think I was the only one that finished it actually. But after those 75 days, like my real estate took off, like everything in my life just like flourished. And it was the weirdest thing because at the time I thought to myself, I don't have time to do all this stuff. Yeah. Like I don't have time to work out twice a day I, or, you know, I've got two kids, I've got a six-year-old and 11 year old. And so like, I can't leave them. They're not going to run with me. And so, you know, you run out of time, but you just, you figure out ways to make time pretty much. And, um, you know, it, that, that 75 hard, that 75 days kind of changed my life. And one of the guys that was in the group, 
he actually bailed out, um, wasn't able to do it, but he was, he's real big into YouTube. His name is Dan Parker. I don't know if you look him up. He's really, he'd be a good interview for you. Actually, Yeah, I'll, I will. He's in San Diego, but he was doing videos on YouTube and he kind of challenged me to do 30 days of video. And the easiest way to do that, I think everybody kind of assumes the easiest way to do that is with stories because yep. you're comfortable, you're talking to, I mean, how many followers? I, I guess I probably had like a thousand followers at that point. Yeah. And I'd say at least half of them knew me really well. And so watching me on video, like that wasn't super intimidating. So I tried to, to do these 30 days of video. The third day, I was terrified. By the 10th day, I was like, had nothing to talk about. 15th day, I was <laughs> like, oh, this is so stupid. 20th day, somebody said, you know, like, you know, a family member might be like, that's dumb that you're doing that. And so there's like stuff that brings you down. But now I'm 600 days in. I, I didn't stop at 30. I just kept doing it. And um, it's, you know, I, I've got this light behind me. I've got my microphone. I've got two lights here. Um, and it's just, it's super easy at this point. And I, I, I used to think about like what I was going to talk about. And I would like take out little excerpts of books that I was listening to and, you know, try to enlighten people. But now it's to the point where I kind of just talk about my day, talk about my kids, talk about real estate. Um, and you know, it's not like crushing it, say 150 people watch a video or watch a story, but if that ha happens every day, like those people, yeah. it was during COVID. And so I wasn't seeing any of my friends anyway, and right. having those people be able to see me, even if they're just flipping through, you know, like they don't even have to listen. If they see my face, they remember me 100%. So I, I, I just like the confidence that it gave me looking like an idiot on video was the most yeah. surprising thing of all to me. Um, I mean, you get used to the audio, you get used to the podcast and then the video, right. I never thought I'd get used to it, but I'm completely used to it at this point. Well, and, and this is what I think so powerful is the, the way our brains function. When we start out our day saying no to something we said we were going to do, it just sets us off on the wrong, on the wrong foot. I like when I tell my wife, like, hey, honey, after I drop the kids off of school, I'm going to go to the gym. Well, if I don't go like I I've already lost that day yep. and it has a large impact in in everything else that I do. And and I know almost, you know, I know a lot of the realtors that are on here, like we've been in classes physically in a room together. Some of you have even said to my face, like, I'm going to do more of this. I'm going to get better. I know I need to do more. And yet here we are still not having done more. That is playing a massive role in the way we see ourselves. Yeah. And it really bothers you if you don't do it, you know, 100%. like there's something I've, I told somebody I'd do a video. This is a silly story, but I told somebody to do a video for them, for their business. And I haven't done it. And I think about it almost every day. Yeah. I need to just do it because it, you know, for like three weeks now, I've thought about it. It's just silly. As soon as we finish, you need to do that video. <laughs> I do need to. Just knock um, it out, dude. Yeah. But, you know, you get used to everything. And then Reels was the next step because yeah, 150 people on stories is cool, but I'm not getting any new. I mean, yeah. I, over those 600 days, I've maybe gotten like, what, 10 followers from my stories because sure. Oh, there may be more than that. Because that's I not put, but put stories other people's are, stuff. Right. Stories, though, are designed to yep. deepen the relationship you have with your following already. Your SOI. Yep. And so right. the reels were the next step. And I told myself I do, uh, I think I was going to do 20 days 
Um, and I did 50 and that I went out of town last wow. week. And so that ended, I need to catch it back up. Um, and it, but it was 50, 50 reels in 50 days. And, um, wow. that, I mean, that's really grown my following I, and I don't have these huge numbers. I think I'm like 1550 or something like that, but before clubhouse and before these videos, it was at like 500, wow. yeah. maybe like 500 of my closest friends. Um, I wasn't ever using Instagram. And so I got a couple more questions, but I want to pause and I want to challenge everybody that's on here live and that will watch the replay. Go to your Instagram and then go to Matt's Instagram. He's just Matthew Weber, Weber with one B on Instagram. Go, go to both of your Instagrams and then ask yourself if, if someone were to refer both of us, right? Kyle and Matthew, both realtors, right? If you were to go to both of our pages, you go to your page, his page, who's going to win? The beauty, Matt, of your page is that you have positioned, in my opinion, you've positioned yourself to win. Your family is present. You're telling stories, right? Like you are so relatable in your content but you go to the average realtor page and it's like pictures of houses, then a video of a house, then another picture of a house, then a closing, then another picture of a house. And guys, you're not passing the eyeball test when somebody shows up to your page because everything on that page screams, the only person I care about is myself. That's what it screams. And when you have very little video content and so people can't begin to, to understand the way that you talk, people can't get a, a glimpse into your heart. People can't get a glimpse into what gets you excited. You are the most boring realtor on the planet. And so this is why this is so powerful beyond just the growth in numbers. It's the fact that people are talking about you, right? Like, Matt said that they were talking about me at, at a party last week because there was a big event here in Dallas that he was, he was at. People are talking about us. What do they do when that happens? They look us up. And if we look like we suck, the opinion of our friend no longer matters. Yeah. And this is why this is so important to me. Yep. And you got to have your face on it too. I think that's... I mean, you, you, you have to, I know you feel that way too, but yeah. you, know, you can't just have pictures of houses. Like in the, the houses that I do sell, I'm still not taking a picture of them and putting them on social media. I'm taking a picture of my client signing a paper or like some story. And I, I think that that's really important too, is telling stories about the yes. sale, whether it's about yep. your client or about like something you went through that was difficult. Um, you know, the first deal fell out, but we got back on it and got the second one done. Uh, that kind of stuff goes a long way. Man, so I, so Lisa, I think that we need to do a, a video stories challenge through Lawyer's Title for, for all the realtors that we work with. And we're going to start it on September 1st. So you have, you have like 36 hours to, to like get your nerves out of the way and, you know, say all the excuses out loud so that you can go ahead and exhaust them. And I think for the month of September, right? Like we should commit to doing a video story every day. The beauty of this is we're talking under a minute max of a video. It goes away tomorrow. 
So you don't have to be hypersensitive to what you look like and all that craziness. So Matt, if, if, if we do this, what would be based on now your 600 plus days in a row of doing it? What would be some simple tips that you would give to, to help them, you know, do this well? Yeah. So when I started, I was during 75 hard. So I was out running twice a day. I was running through the park and as I was running, I would like think about things I needed. I wanted to talk about or like the audio books that I was listening to and that kind of thing. And I would hold up my phone and walk around like a douchebag through the, <laughs> through the park. And every time I would pa- pass somebody, whether they were running with headphones on or not paying attention to me at all, I would stop and I would act like I wasn't recording myself. I kind of put it down and run for a little bit longer. And it was so hard. It took me, you know, 30 minutes to record just a one minute little clip. And I just, I felt so silly about it. And so then I moved to my backyard and so I would finish the run and then I would record myself like back by my fire pit on my phone. Um, and it was the middle of winter. And so it was, you know, I was red, but white at the same time from being so cold and it just wasn't, it just wasn't working out. And so I found this little room. I actually, I stole it from my six-year-old. Uh, nice. This is my new office. I've got a ring light, two ring lights. I've got this light behind me that shines on a, on a big piece of paper, but it's consistent. It looks the yeah. same every time I can, you know, reach back here and like change the color of it. And, but the, uh, the, the biggest thing is that I actually recorded videos from it, you know, like I, I wouldn't have done it otherwise, but now I can walk in here. I plug my, I've got a, you know, a a tripod where I put my phone in it and I hit record and I can talk into the microphone. It's, I don't have to set everything up. I don't have to like pull my phone down and act embarrassed. I don't have to like, make sure that, that I look good. Like these lights are going to be pretty, this is the best I look. You know, I, there's you no, look great. no better or worse. This is, this so is good. And, and that's what my clients are going to see too. And yeah. so, you know, it's, I don't use filters or I just walk in here, put it on there. I, I still try to think about what I'm going to talk about, but it's actually a bigger challenge to just hit record and just start talking. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's, the, that was the biggest thing to me is just making it as easy as possible. And so you don't have to do these things. You, you can go put your phone in front of a window um, and just yeah. talk as long as you have natural light. But, you know, I've got I've got drapes up because I don't want natural light. I want it to look exactly like this every time. Right. Walk in, hit record, and it's super easy. Um, so, and then so, you, know, you try to make it less than a minute, I would definitely say. Um, so that's then, huge. So real quick, let's pause here. Right, guys. Find you a simple setup. I have literally a $25 ring light tripod combo that sits on the backside of my laptop. So I can just plug my phone in directly into it and go. I've got this set up right here for when I'm recording from my computer with my nice microphone and my webcam, right? It takes so much of, of the struggle away when you have a plug and play system that you can just go into and, and have confidence in. You can buy a, a floor LED light for 20 bucks on Amazon that will spray your wall with color. And, and look, it looks cool, right? So you don't have it's to easy. go, well, I don't know. I, I, I want to go, you know, I don't know what pictures to have. Should I get, you know, like, what should I put it? It can just be a wall with color sprayed upon it, right? Yeah. So identify something simple setup wise, because that is the hardest part 
right? Yesterday, I, um, I started giving myself testosterone shots. And so I was sitting at the doctor yesterday holding a needle, right? Like an inch away from my thigh and the doctor's sitting there with me and I couldn't do it. And he was like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, this is normal. It felt like I sat there for an hour and every 30 seconds I would look up at him and go, what is wrong with me? I can't do it. And it, it took me probably three minutes to finally jab the needle in my leg. And he goes, how was that? And I was like, well, the buildup was way worse than the actual doing of, <laughs> of the activity. And that is video. It, it is so for There's so much anxiety involved right before you're like, oh my gosh, am I pushing this button? Are we about to do this? But then you do it and you go, oh, that, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And so we got to position us for that. It does. It does get easier. What, what's something else that you would say? Um, I don't know. I, I've got all of this. If, if you want this stuff, I, I think these lights were maybe like 60 bucks each. I think this light was like 200. It was more expensive, but I mean, the whole setup is affordable. I mean, it's less yeah. than your iPhone. Um, and I, you know, having a microphone, but so this look right here is pretty much, you, you've seen that it's more of like a, a portrait mode, but this look when you're looking at the top of your feed and you know the little circles on the top of Instagram, the circles on top of Facebook, when you see this, it kind of sticks out. Right. Like this was this is what my friends think of me now. They think I've got this, you know, background on me at all times, even when yeah. I'm just walking around. <laughs> but I mean, this is this is me. And like it's it's easy to recognize and it's so easy to do. It it is, it is easy. Content wise, any tips on helping them come just, up with content just be yourself be yourself and be consistent i think is the biggest things i mean i i when when i do talk about real estate it actually gets more attention now yeah and i feel like because it, it used to be i would kind of force myself to talk about real estate but now if i'm just talking about like my kid's birthday i don't remember what i talked about yesterday but um yeah you know, and oh, I think what I talked about last night actually was when I started recording these videos, I would always say, hey, guys, blah, 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 blah. Because I thought I was like a YouTuber or something. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but it that like three seconds of me saying, what's up, guys? Pause. And then right. talking about what I'm, you know, it people yep. lose you. you people yep. just click on. And so now at least people are watching most of the videos because I already talk fast. Um, and yeah. so it's kind of. You know, you just get right into what you're saying and, and hopefully you don't lose people, but just so, be yourself. Talk about your family. Yeah. My, my wife doesn't post on social media. And oh, so she all of her friends follow me now because they're there like, it's the only way we can see Sasha and then the kids wow. is to follow Matt. And so, it, you know, it's, it's a good way to meet people. And when you're just talking about yourself, it's easy to talk about yourself. It's easy to talk about your family. That's what you care yeah. about most. I, I would say think about who you talk on the phone with the most. Like, so like my wife, she talks to her sister almost every day. The things that they talk about are the easiest things to, to make a story. Yeah. Right. Cause again, when you talk to these people every day, you don't get to save up the big stories because you haven't talked in two months. You're having to talk about the, the things that you would say are boring or no one cares Right. And so think about if, if your best friend were to call you today 
and be like, hey, how's your day, Donna? What are you doing today? Whatever you're going to say on the phone, that's going to make the easiest content for your story. And that throughout your day, you're kind of thinking about like what you're, what you're going through for the day. So last yeah. week was, I was in Dallas and on uh, Tuesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, or Tuesday, Wednesday, there was a bunch of EXP guys that got up there. And then Thursday was Tony Robbins and uh, Dean, what's yeah. it, Grazioso, Dean Grazioso. Something like that. Dean, yeah, yeah. something. Um, he was up there. But like, while I was listening, I was like, that's a really good point. And I wrote it down. Right. I was like, I can talk about that tonight. And so your, your mind starts to think like that You begin um, to train. As, as a content yeah. creator. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and it was weird, like setting up my tripod in the hotel room and talking to it and not having, you know, all my stuff. Yeah. Your setup. And, yeah. Yeah. This is like where I'm com most comfortable, but you did it. Yeah. And that's ultimately what matters. Yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Go Yvonne, it's, it's actually question time. So oh, okay. perfect timing. So I can totally relate to this this is fantastic um so i just want to know can you give us more examples of like you said when you did the whole video about your pool in the neighborhood and then you had a listing and then you actually got listings out of a couple of people who came in the door or you got buyers or whatever like mm -hmm. have you more examples of because of what you've done that maybe you were just sitting in your local coffee shop and someone walked up to you and, and okay, first of all, they're going to go, Oh, I know you're, you're a local celebrity and you don't think of yourself as a celebrity, but that's what they call you. Right. Like that it's a people, tiny celebrity, a tiny right. hyper local. You're local. Celebrity. You're yeah. local. Yeah. So that are people who called you um, or interacted with you or you were at a party simply because of your Instagram or Facebook or whatever and said, listen, we've really been thinking about listing our house or we need to buy a house or we need to get out of our rented house because of literally the connection on social media. Have you other examples yeah. of how that worked? Um, so with, with the podcast, like, I mean, I think it was the maybe 13th episode. Um, it was a guy that makes really good Philly cheesesteaks and sat down with him and I ended up um, like right after, the, right after we finished recording there, he goes, well, I'm looking at selling my house too. So I sold his house and found him a house. He now lives six houses down from me, which is kind of funny. Um, but, you know, that was, I don't know, what, 30 grand there from just sitting down and doing a podcast. It, the podcast took me like two hours. And so it wasn't, you know, it's not like the end of the world uh, or like a ton of work. And then, you know, like um, one of the other videos that I've done was that that million dollar listing that the guys, there's two guys showed up at the open house and they were like, we saw this video. We just thought you look like fun. You want to list our house. So when I listed their house, like a million dollars, that was a huge deal for me. Like most of my, my price points, like four to five, maybe. Um, and so that was a big deal. And so I actually hired a video or a, um, a drone photographer and like a video photographer to come out. And I think I, I want to say I paid him like maybe a thousand dollars, but that little bit of work like went so far. Now I'm known as like the luxury real estate agent where I'm, most of the houses I sell are not luxury by any means, but well, because you had one, but that video popped okay. so well yeah. because I don't put real estate onto that WhatsApp Dunwoody page. Yeah. And so again, with the video, they were building a, a I, like, I know everything about the community at this point, just because I'm on so many like volunteer boards and that kind of thing. And there's a new school that was opening up down the street from this house that I was listening and nobody knew about it. And so when I said, 
you know, when I started the video, it was another, I didn't do the drone going over there, but the drone was up in the air and it kind of turned. And then there was an arrow saying, this is where this new school is going to be. It's going to take a lot of people away from Dunwoody Elementary, from uh, Austin Elementary. And, you know, it's going to hold 800 people and kind of talked about this school. Nobody knew about it. Like everybody was messaging me like, what, there's a new school? Is my kids going to get, you know, redistricted, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like it caught people's attention. And then 10 seconds later, all of a sudden they were looking at a house and they didn't even realize it. A beautiful house. This guy's house was amazing. Um, I, I guess other, I mean, other examples are like with Instagram, it's more of, I don't talk about real estate with my friends. And so I have to have something to make them remember that I'm a real estate agent. And if I talk about real estate one out of seven days of, during the week, um, you know, at least they remember me. Well, and, and so Yvonne, what, what I want to make sure we're clear on from, from all of this is one out of seven days, he says he's talking about real estate. Maybe. Might what do most realtors that. do? Seven out of seven days. They're talking about real estate. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. that's the big thing to, to, to understand right here is we're not saying don't talk about real estate. We're saying talk about other things more. So that the real estate isn't the sore thumb that just punches people in the mouth every time. And also, when we we also should be careful when we're asking questions like Matt, tell me more stories about how your video turned into to a listing or to buyers, right? He has way more videos that turned into nothing. Most of and he does videos that turned into something, right? So we've got to be careful that we don't get so caught up in, we'll like, okay, I did three videos this week. How many listings did I get from those three videos? Because more often than not, the answer is going to be zero because it doesn't work that way. Yep. But, but I can tell, like I have dozens and dozens and dozens of stories for myself. Yesterday, I was, sit, I was on Zoom with the president of Exit Realty North America because she likes my content. And a friend of mine knows her. And so he, he connected us and we're on zoom talking about me speaking at future exit realty events. Why? Because she consumes my content. And so it's, it's so hard because we've been taught in business, right? That everything is about ROI. We got to track numbers. We got to know numbers. We got to understand metrics. We got to understand where to put the right energy. And branding just happens to be the one where I would say, do it anyway. Yeah. Do it the anyway. brand doesn't have to be about you. Like, what's up, Dunwoody? A lot of people don't know it's me. They just yeah. know what's up, Dunwoody. Everybody, everybody in the community knows what's up, Dunwoody, because it's I'm the only one bringing the news to them. Like, even well, our local papers. I'm also conscious of not, I, I actually had this conversation with my husband yesterday. I do not want to be seen as the person in around school at the PTA, at the local volleyball mm -hmm. game, stuff I do on a normal basis. Oh, here's Yvonne. She's going to talk about real estate. I want to, I want to yeah. make sure that doesn't happen to me because I have a strong reputation with a lot of good people around here. And I know that's where a lot of my leads are going to come from, but yep. I don't want to be that realtor because I know a lot of them and it's, it's horrible. They're fake. And it really bugs me that they have fake relationships with people. So yeah, I get, I, yeah. I get really good. Well, Yvonne, for you, if you, if you would just focus more on the educational aspect of real estate instead of the transactional aspect of real estate, no one will look at you like that. Mm -hmm. 
right? I educate on social media almost every day. And nobody walks up to me and is like, oh, please don't try to sell me anything today because I don't sell anything. Yeah. Right. I'm passionate about it. Therefore, I educate. And if, and if that's the place that you will come from, you know, you would probably benefit from your work because where do you live? I'm in Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so again, like you could literally, what if you thought about like, I'm going to start the What's Up Frisco podcast and, and I'm just going to knock off what Matt does. It would be so incredibly powerful. And now you're the digital mayor of Frisco. Well, I, I don't know if you can see my name. Our name, our brand name is Brown Around Town. And it I came, love it. The it Brown came, Around Town podcast. I was it's, a freelance. It's perfect. Yeah, I was a freelance journalist. I can still do it. But like that's it came from because I'm kind of like you. I geek out on what's going on in my city and community. And yeah. I have had people come to me, particularly in the school, for exactly what you just said. Like, oh, we're getting lots of construction going on here. Are we going to be rezoned? And I making my business to kind of research it a lot and then I'm able to talk about it, but it's not, I don't want it to be about real estate. So I can totally relate to your journey. This but would be I, I, need, I need to step it up. I need to And step you sound up. way cooler than both of us. You do sound way cooler. <laughs> I, I don't want to stop you from talking. Um but the um yeah I completely forgot what I was going to say at that point. Um this is yeah. the last thing it's eleven o'clock. We're wrapping up. You got okay you well, got final word of wisdom. So Somebody the other day, you know, it might have been my mom, was like, I, I just can't wait until it wasn't my mom. Somebody was saying, I just can't wait till this video thing goes away. Like this TikTok thing is just too much. Like, I can't wait till it goes away. None of this is going away. It's right. going to get so much more, I mean, worse or however you look at it, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Just getting used to it, I feel like has just taken me mentally to the next level where I'm always thinking about content. I'm always thinking about like, Oh, I could have that person on the podcast. Like I hear a cool idea around town. I'm like, Oh, I could have them on the podcast. Like that's your first thought. Yeah. Um, and you know, and building a brand is just so important. Um, that's, I, I guess it's that's huge. where I end. Yeah. Matt, bro. Thank you for, yeah. for your stories, for your wisdom, for your insight. Um, this has been incredible. Yeah, and if uh, anybody, if you have any questions, I mean, please. How do we? Me. How do? How do we connect to you? Um, on Instagram, probably is the easiest. Weber with one B. Well, what's Weber. up, Dunwoody? You can look up what's up, Dunwoody, and see awesome. what we're doing there. Um, but yeah, and then if you if you want like these lights or anything like that, um, I, this is a nice camera. This microphone's probably too expensive for what you need it for. Um, but everything is at the, my my link tree on my Instagram page. Oh, good. So that links to like an Amazon, somebody, a bunch of people kept asking me for it. And so I put it all, awesome, it's all laid man. out. Yeah. Dude, you're the best. Man. Thank you for being here. Thanks. And guys, thank you for joining. Thanks for being a part of this. We've got some, some more classes coming with, with friends of mine from around the country that are incredible at what they do. So stay tuned for those. Um, again, if you've never given us the opportunity to serve your real estate needs through lawyer's title, we would love that opportunity. Uh, so on behalf of myself and Lisa and the rest of our team, thank you guys for giving us your time. We hope you found value from it and we will see you back real soon. Thank Thanks, you. Kyle. Thank Thanks, you Lisa, as well. Thank you. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening to the social media mindset podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in 
and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.